Hello and welcome to the Personal Development School podcast. I'm your host, Thais Gibson, and I create regular podcast episodes to teach you about your relationships, attachment style, and the subconscious mind. My goal of this podcast is to give you tools and awareness you need to thrive in your relationships, feel deeply connected, and find harmony and fulfillment in your relationships and personal life. So I hope you tune in here with me each and every week. bit about some of my personal habits and how these things impact our lives. So I'll go through sort of like my day a little bit and the things that I tend to do literally from just researching all different things over the years and sort of really boiling things down into a select few things that I kind of live by um, and how these personal habits really impact my well-being on a on a daily basis. So I'll go through some like morning and evening routine type stuff that I do um, and then some basic principles that I tend to live by as well. Also, before I dive into all of this, you can check out the link in the description box below for 25% off our membership bundles for three, six, 12 months. And in that membership bundle, it gives you um, access to the entire school, our 40 plus pre-recorded courses. This month's course is attachment styles in the workplace and how your attachment style impacts like your personal habits, um, your programs, the patterns that you have a tendency to, to utilize, the type of jobs that you'll do well in, your interactions. It goes through like this whole profile and then teaches you how to reprogram um, some of the downsides or some of the weaknesses that you might want to work on in the workplace and also how to better understand like some of your potential career moves that will be both beneficial to you and your needs and what's valuable to you overall. So um, yeah, and then we've got all these other courses in there. We've got our four live weekly calls I now do on Zoom all through video chat with our students. Um, and then also we have our attachment coach run events. So literally there are a tremendous amount of things going on in the school and there's a money back guarantee if you're not extremely happy. Um, so you can check that out. And again, I'll post the link in the description box below. <clears throat> so um, this video was actually a um, comment I saw left on a YouTube video and then a whole bunch of people like liked the comment. And, um, you know, I, I'm always really trying to share things in the school that are about like you guys and like the content and, and things that are benefiting people and tools and strategies and like questions people have. Um, but I also get a lot of questions about like my personal life and, and things like that. So every so often, I'm just going to make like a video that's more about um, some of the things I live by or some things that I can share with you more a little bit about myself as well. So these are the habits that I think are extremely important to me. And I'll tell you a little bit about why. So first and foremost, I start every day without fail with a meditation. Um, and I, I only meditate for about 10 minutes in the morning. I do have this tendency to like want to jump into the day and like do stuff. And, and um, at this point in my life, I wake up with a lot of energy every day and I'll talk about why and, and what's been really benefiting me in that area. But um, the meditation is specifically for the intention of like being clear about my day. Like I find a lot for myself personally, I'm, I'll meditate twice a day every day. And I find I like remember things a lot in meditation, like, oh, I forgot to do this thing for work. Oh, I have to make sure I do this thing or like little passing comments, or I'll have like a lot of creative ideas. So I just spend the first 10 minutes that I wake up, um, like just taking it easy, 
having like a celery juice when I wake up as well. And then after I've done that, then I will like take some time to meditate and just be clear. Um, I drink celery juice every single morning, um, literally pretty much without fail as well. I went through some like gut health issues a couple of years ago, and it took me on this like really intense health journey as well. Um, working with different naturopathic doctors and just getting like really clear about gut health. And I think that was because for any of you guys who are familiar with like some of my past, I obviously had like a really long chapter of life where I wasn't taking care of my health. Um, and so I think that stuff kind of caught up to me and I've had amazing results with like the things that I've been doing health wise that have just given me like so much, so much energy back. So I have a celery juice. Um, I'll do a meditation. I'll set some intentions. I schedule every single day, even my days off. Um, if you look into like MBTI stuff and if anybody's familiar and I'll, I will start be starting to be putting out, um, videos around this because, I've been taking this like long certification course and all of this. And I think that there's a lot of really interesting overlaps between our attachment style and our MBTI um, type. So, so I'm a very strong J. So I'm an INFJ, very strong J at the end. I like to plan. I feel energized by being intentional about my time, even on my days off, like just blocking off time that will specifically be to relax, um, specifically to be, you know, to, to tidy, to do laundry, to catch up on things, whatever it is. Like I really get a lot out of that. That's not what everybody um, feels the best about doing, but I find no matter what, even if you're a P there's a tremendous amount of value in like just scheduling out your time. Even if you don't stick to it, even if things are sort of flowing, the reason that this is so valuable is because it creates intentionality. So it allows you to literally be intentional about everything that's coming up for the day, having like a focus of what you want to create. And what this does is it takes us out of our subconscious patterns of just like being on autopilot. And it puts our, our conscious mind a little bit more in charge as we set out our intentions for how we want to spend our days. And there's a really great old quote that I will requote sometimes. And I don't even remember where it's from, to be quite honest, but it says, how you spend your days is how you spend your life. And I really believe if we're on autopilot for our days, we're going to be on autopilot for our lives. And so we want to have as much intentionality, intentionality added into things as possible. So I'll go through, I'll meditate, have my celery juice, set intentions, put a schedule out for myself. I do do it by the hour, but I will like pivot a little bit when necessary. Um, and, and then, um, I'll drink a cup of coffee. I do love my coffee. Um, I don't drink a ton of it anymore, but I definitely have a cup and I put a little bit of coconut oil in it. Um, and then I'll spend a few minutes just practicing gratitude. Like there's so many things right now. I know 2020 has been a crazy year, um, for so many people. And, and, you know, we've had different, like people in my family this year get sick and go through really major health challenges. We had losses in 2020. So, you know, I definitely went through some challenges myself, um, particularly more with like members of my family, but it just, um, it's also been a year where I felt so grateful for so many things for, for being able to connect with like a community of people and share things and, um, having really wonderful people in my life and just having a, a tremendous amount of peace in my life overall, even though there have been challenges. And I don't think that that's because like, we have a lockdown right now. We have like a, an early curfew. Like we're, we're affected for sure where, where I live in Canada, um, by a lot of the things that are going on, but you know, I think that there are certain principles, which I'm going to tell you about that I personally try to live by that are extremely valuable. Oh, and the one other thing I do is I fast, um, minus celery juice, but it technically doesn't break your fast. I do fast every day right now until either 12 o'clock or two o'clock, depending on the day. 
Um, and I really believe in intermittent fasting as well. And, and what I found for that is like, it's extremely beneficial for like your energy levels and clarity throughout the day. Um, and again, that's me who's been going through, you know, I went through a whole bunch of different um, gut health cleanses over the past couple of years. I'm starting a, a heavy metal detox right now. Um, so just, I've, I've become very interested in health. It's sort of like a side hobby and, and um, I recommend like researching about some of this stuff and taking a look into it because it's, you know, our physical well-being also obviously has an impact on our mental emotional well-being and vice versa massively, right? Our mental emotional state impacts our body, our cortisol levels, our immune system responses. All these things are very interconnected. I just wanted to pop in here and let you know we are doing a seven-day free trial to the All Access Membership Pass at PDS, which means you get access to literally everything inside of the school. And this includes the four live webinars I do with our students every single week. You can come in, you can ask me questions with your camera on, we can chat. Um, you can leave your camera off if you prefer or type your questions in the chat. There's lots of opportunity to get your questions answered. And on top of that, you get access to all of our different courses. We have over 55 different courses on relationships, communication, boundaries, emotional mastery, guilt and shame, learning your needs, so many different facets that are really important to master our lives and feel really good about our lives going forward. And last but not least, there's a daily community event, um, whether it's practicing communication or doing a guided morning routine or a guided reprogramming exercise. We have trained facilitators and coaches who are in there doing that work, showing up to support you on your journey every single day. I would love to see you on the other side. There's lots of exciting stuff in there. And we have had a 99.7% NPS score, which means we have literally that many people who report being really successful at PDS, please join me on the other side. Come check it out. See if it's a fit for you. I'd love to see you there. Go ahead and sign up by clicking the link in the description box below. The principles that I will live by though throughout the day, irrespective of what happens, because I really believe as well, like we have our whole external reality and we're going to have things that happen our whole lives, no matter you know, how in charge of things we are, no matter how well life is going, you know, things will happen from time to time. We are going to be faced with challenges and, and, you know, all kinds of different dynamics. And so it's like, how much can we show up to enrich and support ourselves in our internal reality so that we can always be best prepared for the things that may be happening externally. And some, some really important um, things that I personally have focused on. Um, our number one, I practice not being attached to outcomes, which as somebody who like is, you know, running a business and I have a huge team of people at this point um, that we work with and that, you know, to a certain degree depend on like our business doing well and things like that. Um, and I noticed that a really healthy um, thing for me has been to be able to, instead of attaching to like, I want things to go a certain direction, um, being intentional with a direction and having a plan, but not being attached to the way the plan works out and rather focusing on like what I can actually do with new outcomes. So if I'm like, oh, we're going to plan to do this thing, whatever it might be in our business or in life or in a relationship, you know, to be intentional and to execute as best as possible. But then if things don't work out exactly, like how, how can I make as a person, the things that aren't going well, how can I pivot those things and like enrich the possibilities from those sort of perspectives? So like if, if something doesn't go the way I planned, what can I learn from it? What can I take away from it? How can I turn that into a positive still somehow? How can I sort of adapt or be resourceful? And, and I find a lot of just like pivoting in that mindset is, has made life very peaceful in terms of, um, 
things going on in, in business and the natural like under, unpredictabilities of it. And um, has also been a really great resource for learning. And this really stems off this previous idea that I've definitely lived by for a long time that I highly recommend um, people looking into is, is I, I practice being in a state as well. If I ever feel negative emotion, I 100% have programmed into myself that negative emotion is feedback. And I don't look at like the outside world as being the source of my negative emotion. I look at like how the outside world is catalyzing pre-existing things in my inside world. So if something, if I feel bad in any way, I won't be like, oh, it's because of something outside of me. I'll be like, okay, what is this showing me about myself? What is an unmet need I have or a fear I have about a need being taken away? So for example, let's say I look at the outside world and I go, oh my gosh, I feel, I didn't go through this too much personally this year, actually a little, like not as much as most people probably. Um, so, you know, I, I don't want to diminish anybody else's relationship to this, but um, let's say there's uncertainty, right? And, and okay, so you feel a little worried about the uncertainty. Okay, so I feel worried. Let me get really clear. What am I afraid is uncertain? What, what am I afraid will make me unsafe or things like that? And then what can I do with that? What are strategies I can come up with to support more certainty in my life, to support more safety or whatever it might be that I would ever be feeling negative about to begin with? So I, I really work to like isolate those internal challenges and then identify like what is the need that's unmet or that I'm afraid will be unmet and how can I be proactive about those things in advance or how can I come up with strategies to meet that need in my life right now um and then the other form is you know there's only two things as we often talk about here that that create negative emotion unmet needs or a painful story so story being a combination basically of thoughts and beliefs and so I'll look, I'll be like, is there a painful story I have about myself? Is there some story of I'm not good enough or, you know, whatever it might be, I am weak or I am helpless or I am trapped or whatever it is based on our core wounds that we have as people. Um, obviously as a person, I've done a tremendous amount of work on those things. So it's, I find that right now for me, like most of any challenges I have emotionally are very rooted in like needs and just having to pivot and are very like manageable as I've done so much reprogramming on wounds when honestly I used to be run by wounds like like extreme um like everything like touched like a, a big core wound and things like that so when we do reprogramming on those things in a tremendous amount of detail it helps a lot um and then your triggers become less and less intense and way further apart as well they're not happening as often you should probably get triggered like 10 or 15 times a day like really triggered um whereas now knock on wood. Um, I don't know how often I get like really upset about stuff very rarely. Um, and I don't stay there. Like it won't be a whole day. Um, it'll be like, oh my gosh, you know, let me sit down and work on something if something's bothering me and I can sit down and like knock it out in an hour and things like that. Um, and so, and, and that doesn't mean like, and I, I want to be really clear here, like no matter how much we do the work as people, we're all, we're still going to have negative emotions. Like we're never, we're never going to be clean of negative emotions forever, but negative emotions become something that you can trust yourself to move through, to work through, to understand um, about, to, to sort of have some peace around. Um, and so that's sort of the space that everybody's trying to get to. Um, but even if I were, and this is the next really big principle, even if I were to get upset by something and be upset for a week or a month or whatever it might be, one of the most important things I would always live by, and I live by on like this sort of micro basis now, 
is I would be compassionate towards myself. I would accept myself for being in that pain. I would be gentle towards myself. I would be like, okay, I have to sit with this longer. Maybe there's things I'm not understanding about this pain and, and the meaning or the needs and things like that. Um, and, and I would really like show up to, to do the work around that, but in a way that is not a repression or suppression of any of it. And so you know, pain always tells us something, suffering always tells us something. And sometimes for greater things, like if we go through like a big loss, like you're going to have to stay there longer than if you go through smaller losses, right? Or, and I meant like death, um, but but that also applies to like loss of a job. You know, we're, we're going to have to sit with ourselves for, for longer. But like, let's say we go through loss of a job when we're 16, for example, versus loss of a job when we're 50 years old. And this has been the career we've been in for our entire lives. The difference between the amount of pain or, and suffering you'll feel is also the relationship between how many attachments you have based on how many needs that job is getting met and how many stories you have about yourself as this being part of your identity. And then stories you have about yourself for the job being lost and what you make that mean, right? If, if you lose a job and you're like, well, I didn't like the job anyways, I was just about to leave this and it happened and now I get a severance package and I'm fine. That's going to be one thing, but let's say it's loss of a job and, and then you feel like I had no other plans. Now I'm unsafe. I'm not good enough because I got fired. People dislike me. I'm being rejected. I, you know, and, and I'm helpless and I'm trapped now. What am I going to do And my family's, you know, the more stories we have, um, the more suffering we'll feel and the more unmet needs, the more pain we'll feel. And so whenever we go through things in whatever form they are in, it's just a call to like dive further and more deeply into some of those experiences and really take a look at what they're showing us about um, ourselves really and, and what we need to action in terms of getting needs met in new forms or what stories we need to question about ourselves or what we need to action. You know, maybe we do have a story we're not good enough and that's why we lost our job. And maybe we look honestly and you're like, and we're like, you know what? I did have some things to improve on. Good. Then go like execute improving on those things, but don't tell this story to yourself that you're not good enough at your core. Right. And so a lot of these, um, I'm sort of being like a little repetitive, but I just, the, the message I want you to take from this principle is that pain, suffering emotionally, um, they're just feedback mechanisms showing us parts of ourselves that need to be acknowledged, healed, recognized, or basically tended to. And we should never treat ourselves differently than we would treat a wounded child in pain. Like if a child came home and, or if your, your son or daughter came home and lost their job, and maybe they're 16, you wouldn't be like, oh, you're not good enough. You're unsafe. You're not going to make it in life. So why are we doing those things to ourselves? Okay. So it's really important that we like treat ourselves in our internal dialogue. And this is another huge, huge principle for healing. And I've mentioned this before, but like we have compassion to ourselves. We're gentle to ourselves. That only promotes healing. And most, maybe not most importantly, but equally importantly, um, it also promotes this opportunity to be accountable. Like if we're just beating ourselves up, we get lost in the story of how bad or not good enough we are. But if we have compassion, then we also have space to be like, okay, what led up to this? You know, what can I improve on? What needs do I need to get met? And it, it enables us to move through problems a lot more quickly and effectively. And so that's very, very important. Um, and I would say that those are sort of like my overall principles that I will live by throughout the day. Um, the, the sort of focusing on not being as attached to outcomes, but being able to be adaptable around outcomes, 
um, the self-compassion, and then recognizing that my emotions are feedback. And if we can really wire in those three things as human beings, life becomes a lot easier. Um, and, and for some people, there'll be other focuses at different times. For some people, you really want to focus on your boundaries. For some people, you want to focus on speaking up. Like there will be certain things for different individuals, but those three overarching themes make life a lot more easy to navigate. Um, and then the last little piece of this I'll share is then every evening I have an evening routine. My evening routine is very aligned with my personality needs. Um, and so I will spend a lot of time doing a few things in the evening. I, I will exercise almost every day, even if it's for like 45 minutes, um, just do something to move and to try to sweat and just to, I'm also a pretty energetic person. So, um, that's been like fairly normal for me for a long time. Um, but you can sort of figure out what that looks like for you. If that's something you want to do, I think movement keeps you emotionally happy as well. I think it's like a huge, um, de-stressor. I think it's a huge, I think it's important for our bodies to move in general. Um, and then I, before bed every night, um, I'll get into bed and then I'll spend an hour to an hour and a half. Um, I will do a long form meditation. Um, so 30 minutes, usually lately I've been doing this like hour long meditation, um, which was sort of a pact with a, with a good friend of mine. And honestly, it's been amazing. Um, and just again, like helps you get so clear and, and, very aware. Um, and then I also do, I'll do some kind of study of something sort of spiritual. So right now I'm really interested in um, A Course in Miracles and I'll sort of take passages from there and like journal about them. I have all kinds of different things for long periods of time um, that I'll look into, even if it's like a, a book from sort of a spiritual teacher. I like I like learning from, from that sort of perspective. Um, and and so I'll, t I'll spend an hour to an hour and a half just like in bed and then journaling, writing, meditating, doing all that kind of stuff. And, and that's very personal for me. Again, that's like really based on my, I have really strong personality needs around personal growth and spirituality. So it's sort of like filling my cup and having that routine. And I do do that even if it's like 1am and I had to be up late, you know, doing some last minute work things and whatever it might be. Um, and I do try very hard at this point in my life um, to have an okay work-life balance. I'd probably do work still a little bit more than the average person would think is, <laughs> is the right amount to work, but I love my work. And so it really um, is energizing in that way. And then the very last thing I'll say too, is I do practice winding down intentionally from like a nervous system regulation perspective. So when I'm done my work day, I will try to be like, okay, I'm just going to go rest for like 10 minutes, not do anything, just like pause and sort of reactivate and get back into parasympathetic nervous system mode. Cause even if we're under good stress and we love the stress render, if we're in like, go, go, go mode, we're still usually in sympathetic nervous system mode. So I, I'm trying to always sort of get back into that space. Um, and do things at the end of my day that are very nourishing to myself. I will also say that I try to have really good quality time um, with my partner, even if we're like very busy. We've lived together for years, but we'll have like a really good morning routine where, you know, we'll try to chat for, for 10, 15 minutes over a cup of coffee in the morning. Um, we always make time to like be present with each other before we go to sleep. Um, and so even if it's like 30 minutes during the week and, and cause he's very busy, I'm quite busy. And so we'll, we'll kind of schedule that in and make that a priority. And that's been very, very beneficial for our relationship. Even if it's for shorter periods of time, like we we're good now on time, but in the past, sometimes we've been very busy, very, very, very busy. And even like 15 minutes twice a day, like really sort of fosters that connection, that intentionality um, and phones are away, television off, we're just super present with one another. 
Um, and I find that to be very beneficial for a relationship. So I hope this wasn't too long. Um, I just thought I'd, you know, share a few short notes. The one last thing I'll say too, is that I'm always learning about something. Um, I feel like these things like journaling, meditating, healthy habits of eating, movement, learning. I feel like these are things that like nourish us, um, like deep at the core to a certain degree, independent of your personality needs. So I'm always making time for those things. And I don't really do anything, um, like I don't really watch many movies or um, television or things like that. Um, I don't even have cable TV. Um, and I really prefer to like learn about stuff. So like I'll take a new certification and, and read and I'll learn about things I'm really interested in. I won't try to like force learning on myself if I'm not like genuinely interested because I don't personally do well with things I'm not interested in. I kind of will leave them, you know, kick them to the curb subconsciously quite easily. Um, but I think that those are really important principles to sort of install into your everyday life because I think those are really nurturing, um, again, independent of your personality needs. So that's it. Um, thanks for listening. Hopefully this was helpful for you guys. Um, and let me know any other videos you want to see like this or questions you have, and um, I'm happy to share. So thank you so much for watching. Please like, share, and subscribe, and I will see you in the next video.